Section 127 of Fables of Aesop and Others. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Mark Dykesorn. Fables of Aesop and Others by Aesop. The Hares and the Frogs. The hares in a certain park, having met to consult upon some plan to preserve themselves from their numerous enemies, all agreed that life was full of care and misery, and that they saw no prospect of things changing for the better. Full of these desponding thoughts, and just as it had been proposed that they should put an end to their existence, a storm arose, which tore the branches from the trees and whirled the leaves about their ears. Panic-struck, they ran like mad creatures, until they were stopped by a lake, into which they hastily resolved to throw themselves headlong rather than lead a life so full of dangers and crosses. But upon approaching its margin, a number of frogs, which were sitting there, frightened at their sudden approach, in the greatest confusion leapt into the water, and dived to the bottom, which an old hare, more sedate than the rest, observing, called out, Have a care of what ye do. Here are other creatures, I perceive, which have their fears as well as we. Don't then let us fancy ourselves the most miserable of any upon earth, but rather, by their example, learn to bear patiently those inconveniences which nature has thrown upon us. Application This fable is designed to show us how unreasonable many people are who live in continual fears and disquiet about the miserableness of their condition. There is hardly any state of life great enough to satisfy the wishes of an ambitious man, and scarcely any so mean, but may supply the necessities of him that is moderate. There are few beings so very wretched that they cannot pick out others in a more deplorable situation, and with whom they would not change cases. The rich man envies the poor man's health without considering his wants, and the poor man envies the other's treasure without considering his diseases. The miseries of others should serve to add vigor to our minds, and teach us to bear up against the load of lighter misfortunes. But what shall we say to those who have a way of creating themselves panics from the rustling of the wind, the scratching of a rat, or a mouse behind the hangings, the fluttering of a moth, or the motion of their own shadow by moonlight? Their whole life is as full of alarms as that of a hare, and they never think themselves so easy as when, like the timorous folks in the fable, they meet with a set of creatures as fearful as themselves. End of section 127